0: Hello and thank you for listening to the Green Room Podcast, a podcast where I talk to my friends about things they are passionate about. Check me out at facebook.com slash Podcast. that's green with an E at the end, or you can email me at greenroom at gmail.com. Here is an intro written by, and now here is an intro written by ChatGPT. Welcome to Sweet Talk with Doug, where we delve into the world of sugar production and all things sweet. Join me, your host, as I sit with my friend Doug, a sugar production expert, to discuss the ins and outs of this tasty industry. From planting and harvesting to refining and packaging, we'll cover it all and give you a behind-the-scenes look at the process of making the sweet treats we all love. So grab a glass of your favorite sweet drink and join us as we talk sugar with Doug. Doug and welcome to my podcast. Thank you for joining me.
1: Hey, thank you for having me, Denver.
0: So, tell me, uh, how do we know each other?
1: Oh, met in high school through band.
0: That's right. I I swore it was um, middle school, element uh, or something. But you telling me it was high school?
1: It was high school. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you weren't were at South South Thibodeau, uh, Berg well- yeah, no, I was at South. So yeah, it would've been yeah, would have been South we met. I don't even think about South. Oh, I remember Miss
0: Berg. Um yeah, I forgot about South. There was no marching then. And a lot of what I think when we interacted was the marching band, which
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, yeah, I mean South was, was our uh, our attempt to learn to play music.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a decent attempt. It started out for a while. I played music oh, yeah. I played in band until I don't know eight years ago or something so it lasted a while for me
1: finished through high school and then uh, I mean I went into it and in, uh at Nichols. And, uh mm-hmm. actually I actually majored in performance mm-hmm. and uh didn't work out
0: yeah I mean musical performance is so hard because like there's only so many bands and how many of any instrument do you really need in a band, like yeah. a perf- like not a not a rock band or guitar band, whatever, but like a ensemble band with you know tubas and clarinets, which is what we played.
1: There's really, not much room out there for those big ensembles with brass and winds. It's most of the things you look <laughs> in these days it's all strings. It's True, important. so
0: many strings. It's
1: like all string orchestra is the big thing.
0: And even then, it's still super hard because you got some people have been training since they could walk <laughs> on those violins, and like, how am I going to compete with those people?
1: I don't see how they play them things. I actually own one, and uh, I can't play it. Yeah, I don't. We
0: have all the instruments at our house. I mean, guitar, violin, ukulele, clarinet, piano. Man, we got a lot of shit. Oh, those recorders. We got recorders for our kids, which was. Both a good and bad idea.
1: (laughs) I was about Um, to say that.
0: I wake up sometimes to those things. Um, (laughs) It's a good time. Uh, Anyway, so that's enough band. Uh, What are are we here to talk about today?
1: I believe we're looking at talking about the uh, Louisiana sugar industry.
0: Louisiana sugar industry. That'll be... Whenever you mentioned that you're like, I don't really know if I have anything that interesting to talk about. And then you mentioned sugar and I was like, that actually sounds super interesting to me because it's such a huge part of like every single person's diet. Yeah. And like knowing the roots of what is going on there is relevant to just about everybody. I can't imagine anybody
1: saying that's not interesting. And then like, you know, it's great where we come from, you know, what was called the sugar belt i mean we grew up around it yeah and right and still had sugar cane growing in my backyard and then you know same thing with me right across the street Mm -hmm. thousands of acres and knew nothing about the stuff growing up they don't teach that stuff
0: right all right so yeah tell me about sugar cane production what is all the stuff that we don't know what's the stuff we should know what's the stuff we didn't want to know but we need to know it anyway
1: uh, <laughs> so we can get started with that. I mean, as you know, you know all about you know. It grows, like crazy where we, you know, South Louisiana.
0: Yeah, super uh, fast.
1: Uh, actually, we, in the United States, we actually have one of the shortest growing periods of anywhere else in the world. Oh yeah. Uh, because we have our cold these cold, cold weather in late November. December and we get how long does it take from like wait
0: I don't even do you plant it how does it are there sugarcane seeds you go and put how does that even work I'm Uh, so ignorant
1: like (laughs) sugarcane itself is actually a grass
0: yeah that makes Uh, sense
1: and what they do is they actually they grow these dirt they grow these strands on these uh this be like a little farm like they uh they crossbreed different strands of, sh- of of cane
0: right you get to your, your best results or whatever
1: and then they act they come back and they cut them up and they actually just lay that down in the ground and they sprout from oh, there
0: that sounds pretty easy compared I, to other stuff like pineapples or whatever
1: It actually kind of, it actually kind of grows like a banana tree mm mm-hmm. mhm you know you you mess up and you cut one piece of a banana tree off. You don't pick it up. You're gonna sprout a whole another bunch. It just of them. keeps,
0: yeah. yeah, clones, basically. So That's I, why you always see banana trees in like five or six little bunches, or yeah. We got
1: several of those in my mom's yard too. <laughs> but from we have, they start planning, planting, right before we. Right before we start crop, we start grinding, we'll start planting for the next year. Uh, you nat-
0: harvest and then replant right away?
1: Well, what they, pl- they plant before right before we harvest, but that's for the next year. We actually get, you have your plant cane, which is your first year cane, and then mm. you get second, third, and depending on the crop, sometimes four years stubble. So that cano actually grow back three to four times. Oh, off of like one planting or something. Yes, before they got to come back, plow it all up and replant it all.
0: Oh, okay. I saw. I mean, I probably saw this every year in the back of my house and never paid enough attention to it.
1: I mean, as I say, you know, growing up, we don't. I mean, we, as you said, we see it every year, mm-hmm. and said so they don't. They don't teach the stuff. They don't teach the teach that stuff in school. You know, I recall. I when, yeah. we, when we were there, you know, when we went to school, they didn't teach ag, teach ag like like they did. You know, back in the sixties, seventies, and early eighties.
0: Right. People look at farming as a um, like that's a thing people used to do, as if we're not all eating millions and billions of pounds <laughs> of food per day still.
1: Yeah. yeah. A lot of it grown low, you know, just right here in the United States. I mean, we we import some of mm. our food, but I want to say there's a good bit that we do export.
0: Yeah, I mean, with globalism now, we we always taking stuff in and putting it out. We gotta. Um, that's how you get all the good fun stuff that we can't find around yeah. over here. That's how we get a uh, freaking. I don't know, every vegetable or fruit in the grocery store nearly at all times of year. It's yep. grown somewhere and brought in.
1: Yeah. That stuff do not keep long.
0: Mm-mm. I'm trying to send me some pomegranates. Actually, I think the pomegranates are all exterior. I don't know. I just know I only get those in winter time. Um All right. So the, they do this, they plant this cane. Mm-hmm. By putting the strands out, it grows up. How long does it take from planting to like the first time you harvest? You said, Is that like two years?
1: No, not quite a year. You got you got about a nine month growing period.
0: Nine months, and then you chop that down. They harvest it. They leave
1: some of it, and then it'll come back. But you leave the root. Yeah, leave the root and okay. just a little. The, you get that little bushel right off the right off the bottom.
0: Oh yeah yeah. And I remember seeing the the cane machine there's a, there's two machines that would always drive real slow and like one's harvesting it pulling it up and then it's shooting stuff into
1: the other into the trailer the tractor, the tractor trailer. trailer yeah the combine yeah. and, the tractor, and the tractor trailer
0: and then the tractor trailer always driving super slow making everybody behind it on the highway super mad. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, they don't so much do the tractor trailer no more on the roads. Uh everything's mm-hmm. now semi.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. That's good. So they can it's be- like closed in, right? You don't have to worry about flying out the top.
1: Oh no, it still does that. It's just a much <laughs> bigger version of the tractor trailer. And they get they actually get up to about fifty miles an hour instead of thirty five. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Make a lot people less angry. But then I mean we're we're trying to move a lot more product, a lot uh these days too, so they had to they had to speed up right. so we can get so we can get a run through our equipment.
0: That's true. More people to feed, more
1: sugar needed. Oh, they gonna get a dish. They gonna get it after this crop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cool. So then they harvest it as I am, uh, and feel free to stop me if I'm sort of missing any steps, mm-hmm. um, or if there's something you gotta put in here, because um, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. So yeah, they, you harvest it. You got the combine, combine? Just yes, combine. Goes through, they harvest it. And this one, it just, I, I love looking at uh, different farming combine machines, like mm-hmm. for different crops, because somebody had to like design this whole machine to look in different weird ways mm-hmm. based on each crop, because each crop is so different. I want to say this one has like really tall pipes with, I don't know gears on them, and it's like sucks them in, and then chops yeah, it, it off at the bottom. I, I guess
1: I couldn't even tell you how it actually worked. That's before it gets to us, you know, that's, before that's it gets to you deal, guys. Now the cool, the cool thing about that, all that equipment is built mm-hmm. actually right here in Thibodeau.
0: Oh, cool! Oh, right. There's a John is Deere. it a John Deere plant?
1: Yeah, I it used remember to, that used to be Camco, It's John Deere now. But yeah, they That's right. they created Damn, the God. they created the original, and it's all built right here. That's cool, and they're actually getting ready to do a major expansion on the facility. I think next year.
0: Yeah, that'll be good.
1: I remember um,
0: just driving by there all the time and hearing about all you know. Everybody's got somebody in their family who works over there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, we're a farming community. You know, it's funny. Yep. It didn't seem like it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I was just on the computer all day, of course. That was my thing. I was never out in the fields. But yeah. So, all right, now they got the combine, they harvest it, put it in the trucks, then it gets to where you work. Is this right? To bring it to you?
1: Some of it. <laughs> Some of it. There's there's 11 mills in Louisiana. Okay, yeah. Uh, we're actually the smallest.
0: That seems smaller than I would think, but I have no idea how much a mill processes. All right, so tell me what happens at the mill,
1: well, at once, your mill,
0: I guess. it's not get,
1: proprietary secrets. Once it gets to us, it's got to get unloaded. And it gets <laughs> unloaded into one of, well, through one of four unloading bays. It can yeah. either go directly on what we call a long table, uh, it can go to the what we call the tractor table, or it can be loaded into one of the bullpens. Hmm. We load our bullpens up because obviously they can't harvest that night.
0: Oh yeah, makes sense.
1: We've got it's, like to, a, it's just a backlog. Yeah, we we've got to we've got to stay running nonstop.
0: Hmm. What happens if you stop? You're just wasting a we, lot of money. We run out of fuel. Oh yeah! Oh, it uses the cane as the fuel.
1: The uh, uh you've probably you've heard of the bagasse. Yes, the big uh, I've cold. heard the word. I don't know what it is. Go looks, on. Looks like big piles of dirt. Yeah, down the back. That's actually the rind. Oh, and that's what we that's what we burn in our boilers to produce steam to run the entire factory.
0: Oh, okay, cool. So, like, you are taking in. I mean, that just makes sense. You're taking in the product and then using every single part of it, basically. Yeah. If you can't sell it, then you're using it as fuel, which
1: might as well, right? The thing about the sugar industry is it's potentially 100% self, self-efficient. self mm-hmm. We actually pro- we actually produce more water than we consume.
0: Whoa.
1: And our yeah, our fuel source... Comes directly from the field.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's pretty cool.
1: Um, we actually, we actually have a uh, a steam powered generator mm-hmm. that is actually large enough to run our entire factory.
0: Yeah, and it's fueled purely by the bagasse. Yeah. Does that? Am I remembering correctly? Is that the part that smells terrible?
1: Uh yeah, Ours no. It's <laughs> <That's,
0: laughs> a little bit of everything.
1: <laughs> it's the bag but I, a lot of really what the bad smell is is the mud.
0: Oh, that makes sense.
1: Because What happens when we load these tables and actually gotta go into our mills, all we're hmm. doing is crushing it. Crushing it and squeezing the juices out of it. Well yeah. there if there's mud on that cane, it's coming with the juice.
0: That's another thing people don't like to think about is a lot of your food grew in dirt (laughs) (laughs) and it's like, oh, gross. But like, no, that carrot, what do you think was around? What do you think that carrot was growing? Or even like the animals, like, you know, that all animals shit, right? Like that's a thing that they do. (laughs) you got to be, I don't know, willing to handle the fact that, I don't, people just don't think about where their food comes from. Sometimes, <laughs>
1: I think most of most of them don't care anymore.
0: Yeah, it's all so removed, which I, I guess is fine. But you don't necessarily need to know that your carrot came from dirt. Um, but it feels like you should. I don't know. Somebody just seems like <laughs> you should know where your food came from. Maybe yeah. maybe you don't need to, but I feel like you should.
1: But after, so after we crush it and extract the juice, it actually runs through a heater system. Uh, and yeah, we actually got to introduce uh, lime.
0: Lime, is that for, what's that for? Cleaning? pH control. Disinfectant?
1: Mm-hmm. We have to control the pH because if the pH gets too low, the juice spoils. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. And
0: you can't yeah, keep the bacteria in check or whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: And after that, it goes in through a clarification system, which is actually where we remove our mud. After the left of the line, it goes into our clarification systems.
0: Clarification system. What's that
1: mean? Uh, Basically, it's where we remove mud. <laughs> ah, you get rid of all the, yeah, get uh, all the shit you don't want. We've got a, a food-grade flocculant which actually grabs Flo- the mud. Flocculent? That's what it's called. <laughs> it, actually, <laughs> it, it, uh, it actually grabs the mud. It's like a net. Mm-hmm. It's like a, almost like a snot. But it makes like is a- Is this
0: like a, I, so at this point, the juices and everything is like a big slurry, I'm imagining?
1: Oh, it looks like water. <laughs> muddy water. Okay, just water. Yeah. It's like muddy water right now. Okay. And then it goes into the clarifier, which is just a big multi-chamber vessel where we add this flocculent and it just grab grabs a hold of all that mud and just hmm. kind of makes it into a ball. Okay. And then it gets sent out to another the mud gets sent out to another filtration system to remove any remaining juices from it. To get any of the good stuff left. Yeah. Then send it back into the factory so we can reprocess it.
0: Can't let a drop go to waste. Oh yeah, no.
1: Gotta, no. Like gotta get all of it. The thing is, we can we can't make more sugar than what's in the cane. Yeah. But we can lose a lot of it. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. That makes sense. The losses Just is bone. As it's going. Um as it was getting crushed, the juices come out and they Form this clear liquid you're talking about, the sugar muddy water. What mm-hmm. happened to all the like pulp and fiber that became the bagasse?
1: That's your bagasse. That's your rind, your pulp, and your fiber. Okay. And then that gets burned. That gets burned. Yeah. You, quickly? We, or we run through. We have a six mill train. So that stuff gets crushed six times before. Oh, okay. Before it comes out. So I mean, by the time yeah. it, by it comes out, by the time it comes out, you'd be surprised on how dry that stuff is.
0: Yeah, can crush six times, and this is not just like me squeezing it. This is a big ass machine, I assume.
1: Two thousand psi on our back rollers.
0: I could I could manage that with my hands.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if they if if your hands were about uh, if
0: I was the Incredible Hulk, maybe.
1: The hands are about seven foot wide. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. So uh let's see. We got clarified. hmm Got that mud out of there. They squeeze the mud some more, get any good stuff left.
1: Mm-hmm. And once once we get once we get out of the, the juice comes back around, we go actually to an evaporator system. Because now you have all mm-hmm. you have all this water. You got sugar make. water, you got sugar
0: water, and you want just sugar.
1: Well, you could you're gonna go from sugar water, which we call mixed juice, mm-hmm. and we got to turn that into you mean like the juice at the grocery store, like ju-
0: that juice? You're or are you talking about like uh sugary good. juice water that gets sold for something, or
1: no, we got to process this stuff, we have to process now.
0: Okay. Yeah, this still needs some processing. Okay.
1: Now, now we have to run through an evaporator system to evaporate yeah. as much water as we can. After we evaporate the water from it, then you get cane syrup. Cane syrup, which you
0: Wait, can this make. is more like a slurry, or is it? It's still brown at this point, right?
1: Well, it's like the cane syrup you buy in the store sold in the low glass
0: I, I I don't know if I buy cane syrup like molasses is it molasses that's that's a little different
1: yeah molasses actually had a lot of sugar taken out of it already
0: oh I don't know if I ever bought cane sugar like uh, like am I might like I guess I see sugar in the raw or something like that you put in your coffee some people do that
1: that's cane like that sure. just probably cane sugar. Raw, okay. raw cane sugar, which I mean, actually, what's strange about that is raw sugar actually isn't uh, food grade. No, <laughs> well, gotta watch out for that stuff. I guess. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, what we produce isn't food grade. <clears throat> they probably do some. Oh, your whole mill doesn't make food grade. No. It's got to, from us. It's right. to go, from us, has got to go to a refinery. I'm.
0: I will have. More questions about that, I guess, once we get to that point. Um, or
1: are we there yet for what your meal does? Oh, no. We still got a process to go. Okay. So once, once we have syrup, we actually have to start creating sugar crystals.
0: Oh. See, in my mind, I thought you would just evaporate and then you would be left with some sort of crystal. But that's not, no.
1: And the fun part is we cheat. Cheaters. Every mill cheats on this process. (laughs) Uh So what we actually do is we actually take bags of powdered sugar.
0: Oh, yeah. You got to start it.
1: And we mix it with a food-grade alcohol. Okay. Sugar, Sugar crystals won't dissolve in alcohol. Never knew that. So now you're left with these particles, these little sugar crystals, floating in this alcohol.
0: Is this? So this is not an alcohol you would drink, but no, no, could no. you? This is like I, I, dangerous. I, would, I wouldn't try it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I wouldn't try. I wouldn't try in anything at the mill. Apparently, um, my my first thought is like whenever people at like bars get some you know fancy ass cocktails or whatever and. Sometimes they like put sugar in there, and that I guess if you have juice or something, it'll probably dissolve. But if it was
1: strictly strong alcohol, as like because the alcohol that we use has next to no water content.
0: That's that oh, kind of, okay. So that's that kind like of,
1: rubbing alcohol. That's that kind of stuff that tell you make you go blind.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Never mind what I just
1: said then. Um,
0: <laughs> I assume whatever you drink is probably going to have something else in it. Because why would you drink it
1: otherwise? So we take this and we we put we put that into what we call what we use is called a batch pan. Mm -hmm. And we put this in there, and then we actually put that syrup into that batch pan with those with those little bitty crystals, Mm -hmm. and. We heat that pan up. I say heat it up. We're under vacuum. We keep everything under vacuum to actually keep the temperatures down. And.
0: Bacteria again.
1: Well, to actually better boil it. Hmm. All right. You've got to better boil it to actually extract the sucrose. Yeah. To actually make the crystals grow. But the problem is, if you get too hot, you burn the sugar. Right. And nobody likes that. So, under vacuum, we can actually boil actually boil that material you can watch it roll in these pans at 140 degrees Hmm. and so then that helps that helps the crystals form well yeah help them form and grow once we get that, that makes sense now that process right there that's just doing what we call making seed grain. Okay. So we grow that a little bit. (laughs) We drop it. So you just get some like little baby crystals. Some little baby crystals. That's got to drop down to what we call a receiver, which is just a big vat that we hold material in. Mm -hmm. Goes up into another pan. We do the same thing again. And that's actually done multiple times. And we end up with actually multiple different grades of sugar. Uh, This is like,
0: are you getting bigger and bigger crystals? Is that what's going on there?
1: Yeah, we're just growing them bigger and bigger until we get to the desired size, which we call A-sugar, A-grade sugar. Yeah. That's what we send to the refinery. Now, you've got all that. It's not even syrup anymore because you've extracted so much sugar from, so much sucrose from it. We actually call that molasses
0: oh so that's and the, so, uh so sorry the molasses is after a bunch of sugars already taken out and then you're left with the thick
1: thicker uh thicker. i guess y stuff we actually we actually have different grades of molasses depending on where we're at in the sequence uh, oh like how much has sugar has yeah. been taken out yeah uh, oh. The beginning process is a lot more con- – is gets really confusing, like when we got to start making the first few strikes during mm-hmm. the crop because everything's being done with syrup. Yeah. The way it comes down to is when we're making a sugar, when we drop that, we drop that to a centrifugal unit. It actually just spins really fast, and we add a little water, and it purges all that molasses out. Yeah. Well, that molass- that molasses is called is what we call a molasses. Mm-hmm. That a molasses is actually reused. We we reuse that to make what's what we call B sugar.
0: B sugar. Why B-sugar? would I want B sugar when I could have A
1: sugar? Well, because we need B sugar to make A sugar. <laughs> our B sugar okay. is actually the footing for our A pans
0: the the seed stuff from before
1: well seed seed comes in a little further down the line where that gets you <laughs> so we gotta we gotta grow a little bit at a time okay yeah so when we drop our bees our bee children it's it the consistency on that when we dry it is actually it feels almost like a peanut butter
0: Hmm. i said that gets should i put that on the sandwich it uh, would be a little too sweet. Still, still would not. Still would not. <laughs> My actually, kids would probably be okay with it.
1: Actually, B sugar tastes a lot better than A sugar does. Oh, really? Yeah. Man. It still got a little molasses sneak, to it. Stink so. me some of that. But when we dry B sugars, we actually end up with B molasses. Mm-hmm. I said so that B sugar is actually used to make it's used as our footing, or like our, basically our seed drain for our A sugar. Okay, that bee molasses we use to make sea sugar. Now our footing for our sea sugar is that seed grain that I was telling you about earlier.
0: Okay, so it's like going
1: up. Yeah, so sea is our second smallest. That's actually that's actually got to go through a growing time. We actually have to put that in a set of vessels we call crystallizers. Yeah and they don't get dried right away. They sit in these they sit in these vats for anywhere from 16 hours to 40 hours. Yeah, just growing before okay. we can dry them.
0: Not that dissimilar from like the little experiment we do it kids where we grow crystals in their water cup, sugar water cup or whatever, and then they yeah. eat them.
1: Yeah, so, so it's right. almost the exact same process. I mean, we just do it a lot faster. Right. A lot bigger too. Yeah, a lot. Well, actually, less, less actually those, those string ones, when you do it the string, you actually end up with a much bigger crystal than what we get. But we have we end up with a much more uniform and more crystals. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, more useful and different uses probably that way.
1: And see, when we dry sea sugar, we end up with what we call final molasses, or uh, what they call blackstrap. <laughs> blackstrap molasses? That gets sold. There's a lot of money in that.
0: I feel like I've heard of blackstrap molasses. They use it to feed cattle. I might be mixing it up with black tar heroin. Um, <laughs> There's
1: similar <laughs> levels. <laughs> It you know, could be pretty close on <laughs> I me mean, because Blackstrap is used not only for cattle feed, but it's also mm-hmm. used to make rum.
0: Uh, that's probably where I'm hearing it from. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Matter of fact, we used to sell a lot. The, the mill I worked for used to sell a lot to a uh, distillery in New Orleans. Mm. That's cool. They used to buy so, uh, this... thousands of gallons. <laughs> <problems. laughs>
0: wow. I can't even imagine. Uh, so this is the point where your mill is done and it sells off the sugar and the molasses. Is that right? Correct. I'm something.
1: Yeah, that's this point once once we drop that A sugar and we send it to one of our warehouses to be sold, it we're done with it. Yeah. From us it's gotta go to a refinery.
0: I'm gonna pause for a
1: second. Mm. But once, once everything's dried and it's in our, in our warehouses, it's time to ship it off to the refineries. Uh, this right. Is, this is the worst part about it. We did all this work to get these sugar crystals. Mm-hmm. We ship it off to the refinery.
0: How's it move? But truck. This is not in a loose container where the stuff's flying out the top anymore, right? Actually, it's in a big dump truck with a cover. Oh, up. Okay. Interesting, but like exposed to the elements and stuff. I guess they're it's, gonna refine it's it. Got so a,
1: it's got a cover on it. Yeah. So, okay. Sorry, yeah. I interrupted. Well, they bring it, so they bring it to the refinery, and all that work we did, all they mm-hmm. do is turn around and melt it.
0: <laughs> they couldn't just use the slurry water from before.
1: No, because we, we, we to them? no, because they don't have the equipment to work raw material like we do. Oh, that makes sense. They can't. They like because once you get to that refinery, all their stuff has to. That's food grade, right? So they can't handle the muds. They can't handle uh, the calcium, the silica, uh, all the different stuff that comes in from the field. The high count, the high concentrates of ash that we remove through all the processes. Yeah. So they go and actually melt it down, and the reason they got to melt it down is. They've actually got to remove the any leftover molasses that's still in there. Oh, whatever little bits left. Unlike common belief, they don't bleach white sugar.
0: They don't bleach white sugar. Does it? So what's I guess in this refining process? What's the difference between the
1: white sugar, dark
0: brown, the light brown, and the white sugar?
1: Whether they whether they reintroduce molasses to it or not.
0: Oh, so it. So what you're sending them is white.
1: We're, we're sending and then, them. Actually, what we send them looks like sand.
0: Okay, so it's got a little... It's,
1: it's still got molasses. It's not light
0: brown sugar, but it kind of looks more like it. Yeah. Then they melt it down, take out the molasses. The leftover
1: molasses, and they'll they regrow it and make white sugar or brown sugar what, depending, depending on, the, on how much they put back correct oh, okay because I know seems like a lot of work I know for the longest time up you know before I got into the sugar industry the biggest thing I'll ever hear white sugar is bad for you because they put bleach in it
0: yeah that never made sense but
1: but there's okay. actually no bleaching to it it's <laughs> there's actually we use more chemicals than they do yeah the, <laughs> just to <laughs> get it there just to get it there <laughs> and uh but I mean, I, the refiners, they, when they do that, you know, they make the powdered sugar that we use to start the whole process, and yeah, they bag it.
0: And oh, so you got a little bit, you got to buy from them too to start the growing process.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of funny. Like we ship the mill, we the refiner we ship to was uh, Louisiana Sugar Refinery. Uh, it mm-hmm. actually belongs. It actually belongs to a group called the Louisiana Sugar Collective, which okay. is seven of the eleven mills in the state that we're part of. the so we actually we sell it to the refinery that we own, right? And the other refinery on, on the vertical. And is the, that what it's called? And the other Sorry. refinery is uh actually Domino. Domino, I know those guys. That you see there's sugar in all the stores. Yeah.
0: It's a popular one. Um, So for powdered sugar, is that just the white sugar that's been like super ground up? Or is that even more different? Do you know?
1: It's just pulverized. Okay, yeah. It goes through, right. game, goes through an extra process.
0: So then the sugar refinery, they take your stuff, they make... They melt it down. They get the, uh, they get the sugar, the molasses, then they get the white. So the white sugar, molasses, they mix it up to make some brown sugar, light brown, dark brown, whatever. Mm-hmm. Better how much molasses. Do some use pulverizing for the other stuff. Um, what else do they do? And then they sell
1: that. That's then it. They, sell, they bag it and sell it, as long as they oh. don't blow. As long as they don't blow up.
0: Yeah, does it? Does that happen? Is that a thing I need to be worried um, about? Actually, now?
1: that happened in the I think it was the eighties. It's a uh, new fear I didn't know I needed to have. It was actually a sugar refinery in Georgia. I want to say, yeah. Um, I think it was Empire. Was the name of it? Uh, they had. Uh, they were trying to control the mess on their conveyor system conveyor bringing their finished product to their warehouse, to their silos. Okay. Bad thing about that is when you start moving a sugar around like that a lot, you end up with what's called with sugar dust and sugar dust is highly combustible.
0: So, I mean, similar to like, I've heard of this happening in like, uh not lumber mills, although probably lumber mills too, but like a grain, grain mill, sol- grain they making flour. Yeah. They get that flour dust, same same basic thing happening there. I never pegged sugar as
1: being so uh I don't know, flammable, but
0: I guess uh, it makes sense.
1: I know the one in Georgia, that that explosion started from a barring that got hot. Oh no. And then tragedy leveled the entire refinery. All right. So
0: since we're already in this sad topic, suppose there was a, uh, you know, zombie apocalypse or whatever. We're trying to restart civilization type thing. What is your factory going to have to do different when they can't get the seed sugar? How do, how do you do that?
1: Um, This is just a silly yeah. idea. Actually, there is a process to that. And we actually have the equipment to do it. Uh, Just in case. We don't have anybody who knows how to work that equipment. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Uh, It hasn't been done in so long. But actually, no, I mean, uh, you could actually. You
0: probably only need a little batch, right? And then it starts kicking
1: off. Well, You can get brave and you can try to start crystals in a pan. Yeah, Uh, they want to be the prettiest. Like, see, we're all everything that we do is about uniformity. Yeah, we want all of our crystals to look the same, same size, same shape. Yeah, you're talking stuff. You're talking stuff that you got to look at through a microscope. Right, right. And when we're done, a lot of times they're the exact same size, the exact same shape, completely uniform because everything's just done so carefully.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, well I mean, when you, society's collapsed, I'll settle with any kind of crystal to be honest <laughs> something up. to put in my bread will be nice
1: so I mean but yeah if you act if you if you put syrup in a pan and you just cook it it will form crystals right right yeah we, act, we actually have that happen and we call that uh we call that uh false grain oh when you don't want it when you don't want it <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cool. So that seems like most of the process. Um, Is there any steps we're missing? Is there anything about the sugar making process or industry that you would just want all of my millions of followers to know about?
1: Don't believe everything you hear is bad about sugar. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's like anything. Overconsumption of anything is bad for you.
0: Right. You can... I mean, anything in moderation seems fine. There's people who die from drinking too much water,
1: and we all know we need water. I mean, because they, you know, even though they don't, heck, I don't even think sugar's actually on the the pyramid on the food pyramid anymore.
0: Uh, I think they combine it with well. I guess last I remember, it's combined with oils and sugars. They put that as like the little tiny capper
1: to say you got to limit those unfortunately everything you eat turns into sugar
0: yeah when you eat bread it's turning into sugar in your mouth before (laughs) it even hits your stomach and
1: and that's got a pretty big part too I want to say don't it bread like this huge but no sugar can't have sugar (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: yeah I've so I mean, this isn't really your expertise, and I don't even know if I'm gonna leave this part in. But like, I my the current zeitgeist I hear now is like everybody's worried about having too much sugar in food and adding sugar too much to food, and part of it is like, uh, you know, food manufacturers like chips or you know whoever those people are, they know people like sugar because sugar makes things taste better, so they add it into everything. But also a lot, like you were saying, everything, a lot of stuff has sugars in it naturally too, right?
1: Well, you see, like on the thing, (laughs) on the thing with like them adding sugars to things, to stuff, and all that. Honestly, most places don't even use sugar anymore. Uh, What you mean? Everything's going to high fructose corn syrup. Oh, you're right. You're right. Which actually, which actually has been scientifically proven to not be very healthy for you at all.
0: Okay, yeah. So, oh, that might be a distinction important for people to make because sweeteners, like, sweeteners is not necessarily sugars. I guess yeah. it's uh, it depends on what you're talking about. Like, it's not the sugar plant, but it is, like, the sugar chemical, right? There's something there.
1: So, oh. Well, I see – when it comes down to natural sugars like what we what we extract and actually build off of mm-hmm. it's what's called sucrose
0: right oh and then fructose is the yeah, one that's- you have
1: well sucrose is made sucrose is made of fructose and glucose thing about okay. it they have yet with all the technology we have been able to combine fructose and glucose in a lab to create sucrose. It only occurs naturally.
0: Oh interesting.
1: So pure sugars, real sugars are all natural. What you find sugar cane, sugar beets, uh anything that's got natural sugars in it. Oh yeah,
0: we didn't, I didn't even mention the beets, because a lot of our sugar comes from beets, not from sugar cane. Um, but I'm assuming you don't know too much about the refinery process. It's probably similar.
1: Actually, it's almost exactly the same thing. The only difference is they don't use crush mills like we do, right? They, the they run they run these beats through a, a basically a knife system, oh. uh, and then a shredder. Which we actually have knives and shredders on our mills. Before our mills, yes. it's just to cut everything up real fine. And but they actually run theirs through what's called a diffuser,
0: like a and a nice smelling thing.
1: It's just no. a giant. It's just a giant swimming pool. Okay. It takes a lot of water. Cool to, work, to make it work. But uh, other than that, once it gets through the diffuser system, it's the exact same process. There's no difference. They don't,
0: they don't have a net output of water like you guys do.
1: They actually, they consume more water than we, than we do. Go for the I mean, sugar cane
0: sugar, not that beet sugar.
1: It's that beet sugar that's bad for you. That's what they should be talking about. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's all. I mean, actually, beet sugar actually isn't as sweet as cane yeah. sugar is.
0: Is it more? I like guess less less sucrose.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh doesn't have as strong of a sucrose in it. I guess it's more glucose than fructose or whatever. Yeah. But I say, you know, it's something. It's it's becoming a bigger thing worldwide. They do it a lot in Europe.
0: That reminds me of the random-ass fact I knew about Cuba, Mm -hmm. which is most of – in the United States, before we – you know, effectively cut off Cuba from trading. Most of our sugar cane was grown in Cuba. Mm-hmm. And actually the Louisiana industry, I want to say, picked up a ton after – I'm trying to remember what the even term is. Like we – after we stopped trading with Cuba, we embargoed them, sanctioned them, whatever the term is. Um, and so there's actually – I saw somewhere that there was some concern, like if we actually – Open up trade and everything with Cuba again, it would hurt our sugar production capabilities
1: no there's a, there's actually been uh stipulations implanted into the government to keep or keep our local industry safe
0: oh okay that's I fair. mean
1: because when it comes down to it uh we import we we actually import a majority of our sugars
0: yeah from where Brazil. Brazil, Bolsonaro. Wait, Bolsonaro's not in charge anymore.
1: Uh, Brazil's actually the largest producer of sugar in the world.
0: That makes sense. That's
1: like geographically in my mind. And actually, these days, sugar's a byproduct for them. Oh, really? Their sugar mills. Their sugar mills' major uh, money comes from production <laughs> of electricity. Oh, from burning they uh, have, ma- they have these m- massive steam turbine generators and they power entire <laughs> cities off of these things Wow why don't we have those going on because we problem is is we can't grow that long we can't we don't have that kind of a growing season Brazil can, right. grow, can grow and harvest year round
0: rainforest and all that tropics
1: yeah <laughs> yeah they actually like. They'll finish a section, go into cutting the next one while the other one's already growing back. And by the time they get done with this one, they can just start cutting on the other one. They've got enough land for crop rotation. That's another thing. Uh, We don't know how much – I mean, the Louisiana sugar industry actually – I know they're fighting right now a lot of farmers because Mm -hmm. we're losing a lot of farmland every year. Oh, to what? Solar energy. To solar we lose. Oh, um, uh, there was three thousand acres in Vashery that we lost. There's like years. a
0: there's a solar a three thousand acres solar, solar field in Vashery. Wow! It
1: All used to be sugarcane.
0: Interesting. I don't know how I feel about that because I like solar power. Um, but also it's tricky. Our, Do the farmers then end up getting paid from the solar at least
1: or how's that Uh, was it just seized? A lot of our a lot of farmers lease their land. They don't own. Oh, that's right.
0: The the woman we rented from with the sugar cane in my backyard, she I wanna say leased out the farmland in her backyard or something.
1: A lot of so a lot of times they'll go to these landowners and offer them an ungodly amount of money.
0: Oh, and then they just sell the land,
1: it. To take the land from the, take and the land now, And from then the, the farmers
0: farm. don't have anyone to lease from. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's such a weird system.
1: Which, I mean, there's still a lot out there. I mean, we do cover from Lafayette all the way to Raceland and then as far north as... uh. uh Oh, man, I can't even think about how far north we go. We go good days.
0: <laughs> that's fine.
1: Right around Baton Rouge. Cool. That's a lot of farmland. That's a lot of farmland.
0: Well, here's hoping it works out for everybody. I don't know how. Um, is there anything you want to plug?
1: You got your own podcast or band or whatever? I don't know. No, nah, I I don't do a do not the board these days. I ain't got time yeah. to play music no more.
0: Understandable. Thank you so much, Doug, for sharing with us all about how sugar's made and all these other things I hadn't even thought about. I'm gonna have to start thinking about some more. Uh,
1: thank you for having me.